Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We are almost to the best ball playoffs. We are all probably simultaneously sweating our teams and tilting our faces off at what has happened today in week 14. So far in week 14, my dogs are wrestling here behind me. But today, first time here at Spike Week, myself, Eric Beinfor, and Rob Coakley are going to tilt live. Probably mostly tilt, but we're going to talk through some guys today that blew up maybe some injuries some teams we snuck through just a lot of the fun stuff leading into the best ball playoffs you know we really should have done this last week when i had to sweat in the sunday million and i finished 20th in that Except you decide to do it the week that all my single entry stuff is dead <laughs> and we're just middling everything else. And this, uh, uh, I appreciate you guys in the chat, Rob and Lundar. Uh, this is literally what I, uh, we're uh, two minutes late or something like that because I was standing in uh, my, my outside my office is uh, my TV setup and stuff. And uh, I'm standing there like, okay, maybe now Donta Foreman will get in the end zone. This finally, this will be the one. Nope. Raheem Blackshear, the Panthers, uh, absolutely burying my my DFS hopes. And frankly, Dante Foreman, I, I'm I haven't looked. I've been constantly throughout the day looking at all my teams of, you know, the guys who did well, or he uh you know, some teams I was hoping to sneak through, right? Some teams that were close but not mm-hmm. getting through uh, a couple I know that I wanna that I wanna pull up. I haven't looked at Dante Foreman because he was just a guy that I was like. He's on some good teams. I'm excited about him. I mean, I played him in DFS today. Uh, I hadn't really thought too much about him yet, and I'm sitting here watching Chuba Hubbard, um, Shy Smith, and Raheem Blackshear score all the touchdowns for the Panthers, and uh, hoping that this Dante Foreman uh, failure week did not did not hurt me. Series talking to me, looking up Dante Foreman um, stats. It's a uh, it's a uh, it's been it's been it's been a wild day. Um, 
Do you, you have any... the foreman's colors? Like yeah, you were ready. I know. I was I was totally completely completely ready. And um but I, I will say I feel like I like I'm excited. I've been excited for next week and then the, the the next three weeks, but today was a lot of fun, man. Um for me, this as T D Vulture says, the Miles Sanders smiley face emoji was huge. He is arguably my most important player in best ball. And he had a good game, period. Got to 100 yards with the touchdown. And then he ripped off the 40-yard touchdown to you know, go for 140 and two today to really push some, some teams through. You know, I didn't draft a lot of Josh Jacobs, so Miles Sanders is like my Josh Jacobs. So mm-hmm. when he had the big game, that was a lot of fun. And I just think, honestly, the slate looked awful. And it was a lot more fun than uh than i than i thought it was going to be uh definitely very fun to sweat for best ball did you have anything that was in particular you know standing out to you for me today to sweat the best ball playoffs i was checking in on my jamar chase teams i've been saying it for like two weeks that if you get jamar chase teams through right now you have such an edge with those teams because they're not advancing at a high rate so just for example liam tweeted to me earlier today asking me about my Jamar Chase teams. He's like, dude, I'm only getting one through maybe of all his Jamar Chase teams. And currently I have four Jamar Chase teams advancing in best ball mania and Mm -hmm. one other one that's within 0.8 points of advancing at the moment. This Chargers game, who knows what, you know, could change outcomes of a lot of things later Mm -hmm. tonight. But as of now, I told him, I had seven within 20 points. If I can get five Jamar Chase teams through to Best Ball Mania, like, playoffs, to me, that's huge. Like, that feels like it'll be a massive edge on everyone else. Now, I'm reducing my advance rate because of it, right? Right, But right. we've talked about this. I don't care about my advance rate. I want to win, like, at least $2 million minimum. That's all I want to win. That's it. Minimum. Yes. Minimum. Yeah. If we, if we can take down the DraftKings while we're at it and maybe a puppy. Yeah, yeah sure. That yeah. would, that the would be fine. The just, big dog. Just, just, just to have something to look at while we're talking all this stuff through, I'll just kind of continually pull up my teams that have some of these different players. So for can example, you, can you look up chase on your, Oh, you have them up. Nice. So I just pulled, I just pulled up chase. I have 30 total Jamar chase teams across all tournaments. All tournaments so not just, not just best ball mania. I have one and only one, chase team advancing um mm-hmm. and it was kind of teetering on the edge you see here uh points ahead by i, I did update my i did uh so if also if you're if you're a subscriber some people were asking about this so yep. if you go into draft iq and you go to the lineups uh page if you hit this update lineup scores you know we have a scoring provider uh just like DraftKings does just like underdog does and uh, so it doesn't update in real time you have to manually go you know we're not we're not uh running that constantly for live scoring but you can at any point in time go in and update your your scores it takes just a little bit you know uh to to run your calculations and everything um but it'll it'll update those forms so i did do that uh i don't know maybe an hour ago or so, or something like that so it's kind of close but as, i mean obviously as you see here so my one best ball mania 3 team that is advancing with Jamar Chase is unsurprisingly a zero RB elite elite quarterback team. Uh, Burrow and Hurts, pretty good. My guy Miles Sanders, Tony Pollard. So had a pretty big day, uh, just like right Very there. Very helpful day. 
yeah, did have this loser, uh, Dante Foreman down here. You know, so it's pretty darn thin at running back. Uh, Chris Evans not even active anymore. Rojo is useless. Chase Evans is useless. And Daryl Henderson's a free agent. So right, doesn't no, have hands anymore. Only, only have three running backs. But, you know, and I'm not super excited for Mike Evans. But Mike Williams is a guy who I'm really excited to see. You know, we, we'll see what happens tonight. But yeah. I'm really excited to see on advancing teams or be able to sweat tonight because I think he could be a difference maker who also similarly kind of like a third round, an early third round version of Jamar Chase, like a two. He's not Jamar Chase. You know, he can't do what Jamar Chase can do. And it's certainly his floor is not as high. But I mean, his upside every single week is is pretty darn high. Um, his playoff schedule is fine. And uh, and then uh, getting a uh, Goddard was another guy who, you know, obviously has been really hurting me uh, since since the injury. But to be able to sneak him in to the playoffs, I think, is is pretty fun. So this team's not probably, you know, not going to do a ton of damage. But, you know, you never know. Advance a round or two and, and see what happens, um, just it, as an example of a Jamar Chase team. It has the makeup to sneak through. Well, like, and it's like, it feels like one of those teams, almost like your team last year that made it to the finals, that you look at and you're like, how did this team get to the finals? And that's what that team looks like. They could be like, all right, well, I guess Pollard kind of went off and Miles Sanders kept doing his thing. Plus yep. Jalen Hurts is there. You know, Goddard came back, so that helped. And then you just start going through these scenarios and you're like, oh, so it actually is a good team. It's just the team as a whole wasn't great throughout the year type of deal. Right. It, it, it's a good comparison um, to that that BBM team from last year where, like you said, it has this has a few less kind of healthy bodies, but it's not that different. It doesn't have the chalky tight ends, right? Like you said, um, it it has hurts, but I don't think Burrow's like a super chalky elite elite quarterback, right? And mm-hmm. uh, we had Devonte on that team who was reason like twenty five percent or twenty percent or something like that in the in the finals. Um, Chase won't be won't be that, but then like we had like CD and Keenan Allen and like some kind of different elite wide receivers, which is what this has. Like, am I excited for Mike Evans? No. Was I excited for Keenan and CD last year? No. You know, but it's just, just somehow that's the teams that you think. You know, we say this a lot, but the teams that you think are like going to pop up, you know, to win you the most money are typically not the ones that you want. So I think the the crux of like the show and the crux of of what I've been thinking about today is just like, how do I a obviously get as many teams through, but then get these teams with really intriguing high upside guys, Mike Williams, Jamar chase, Dallas Goddard, et cetera, that, you know, just by happenstance are not super popular, but on any given week, right? Like Jamar chase projected for like the third most points at wide receiver today on the slate. It's like, do you want that guy at low ownership? Like, yeah, you're goddamn right. I want him at low ownership. Of course I do. Yeah. So that's, that's why, like, the thesis of my play was never like, well, you know, Jamar Chase is going to get hurt mid-year, and then if you can advance <laughs> those Jamar Chase teams. Mine was like, I just thought he was going to be an overall smash, so I wanted as many Jamar Chase teams. And then he, we got this unique situation where he's out for four weeks or whatever like that is. So now the script has changed where now it's like, well, now he's a low advanced rate guy. So that's that's why I've just been bringing him up constantly because there's guys like that frequently that we're going to see every year that if you sneak them through, they can probably do some damage. If Cooper Cup came back, like, you know, this week or something like that, it'd be the same situation. You probably didn't get a lot of Cooper Cup teams through, right? But if he had come back and you got a couple Cooper Cup teams come, 
come in, you'd be pretty happy, right? So like your, yours, 11% advance rate on Cooper Cup, nothing spectacular, but good enough that you're like, all right, I can rock with 11% advance rate on Cooper Cup when he's going to be low owned to the field um, by comparison. You're muted. I do have to pull up because I was talking to Felix a smidge earlier. If you've been mm-hmm. watching any of these shows, he and I have been sort of sweating over the course of the season. The team he and I drafted on stream uh, when he came on the Spike Week show when we drafted a Best Ball Mania team. We, of course, unsurprising to anyone, drafted Najee on that team. All right, but so it's let's actually, see one Najee team. Actually, a low-key – hold on. I sent it to him earlier, and I don't know why I'm – oh, it's right here. So behind by 8.92 points. But when I sent him, we were we were uh, advancing. So I'm not sure if, you know, this is completely up to that one yet. Right, right. Yes. So that's what it was. We had gotten up to second after like Najee. It's this team right here. Najee had scored. Right. Pollard had gone off. Pollard did literally nothing in the second half, by the way, today, which was good for me to, for DFS. But my God, was it frustrating for for <laughs> best ball did absolutely nothing. So anyway, we draft this team. As you said, we didn't have a quarterback, so we're about to pick up. You know, we're only down by nine. We have Kyler. So, uh, please, God, Kyler, don't <laughs> don't lay a, a stinker tomorrow night. But Najee got into double digits today. Pollard was good. You know, we have, like, useful th- – this team is does remind me a little bit of that, again, that BBM team that Pete and I drafted last year where it's like not I mean, Najee's not Devontae Harris. Najee's more like the Keenan Allen of last year where it's like, you know, are you excited about that? <laughs> Having Najee, no, of course not. But it's just like, okay, Najee, Pollard, Singletary, Pierce, Herbert should be back in week 16. Uh, I don't know if you saw, but Dontrell Hilliard uh, got carded off today with a neck injury mm. for the Titans, which hurts because I do have some Dontrell Hilliard, quite a few Dontrell Hilliard teams. And so, like, it's not like a son Haskins, you're like, oh, he's a smash. But, like, I don't know, in week 17, again, you know, if something happened to the big dog, son Haskins could be that Rashad Penny esque guy. And then it just has good, you know, good, good ish to good enough wide receivers. Hollywood, again, Hollywood going tomorrow night. Gabe, Amon Ra, obvious, obviously, yeah, exactly. Uh, a bigger, bigger, yeah, fancy. He, MVS is Kmart. Gabe, Gabe Davis, <laughs> uh, Kadarius Tony, if you know his hamstring ever comes back together. But like Garrett Wilson, Jahan Dotson, I know Nico didn't play today, and Zay, you know, and then Mark Andrews. And Zay Jones sucks. It's so bad. You so tweeted that and you you tweeted that and he had such a sick touchdown catch right after, right? Wasn't it like right yeah, after? Yeah, it was like on he... accident though. Like yeah, he didn't well, do yeah. that on purpose. Like he, does, he just... does, does Zay ever do anything <laughs> good on purpose? He like runs around when he was on the Raiders and he was putting up big games, you know, he was getting like he was like Mac Hollins. For whatever reason, they just have these dusty wide receiver twos on the Raiders that like get nine targets and do something with it because there's nobody else, even though they really suck. That's what Zay, that's what Zay Jones is. But anyway, he's useful, right? It's yeah, like yeah. if Zay, Zay Jones has had multiple big games, there's just like a lot of good players on this team, even though it's like none of the like best players and so he and i've been kind of looking at that one i'm pretty excited for that one honestly which i never would thought i would have said like the naji yeah naji zay jones right uh that this collection of players is maybe not uh totally ideal but like mm-hmm. shit dude it's all healthy pretty much and just get there just give me a chance you know with this kind of team it's another good example of one of those one of those teams i think it'll get through which uh, kyler kyler hollywood mark did what did he have one catch today Mark Andrews, 
God, I don't that even was, know if they threw the ball today. That was, that was <laughs> I, I don't that I don't was know brutal. if they threw the ball once today. It was uh it was brutal. I did play Huntley in like one single entry, uh early only single entry, just because it allowed me to get AJ Brown, Jamar Chase, and Justin Jefferson. And I even sent you right. the lineup the other day. And yep. this is when I get killed in DFS. Is like if I ever fall in love with something before Sunday morning, dead. I'm fucking dusted at that point <laughs> because like because like it just it's never the right play and uh whatever what i the team that i've been tracking all year um i can pull it up if we yeah. want mm-hmm. let me actually two me for pull. two for 15 for mark andrews my god man that's well, it's more than i thought yeah to be, to be honest well he didn't have a catch in the first half so <laughs> All right, let me... Uh... While you're doing that, Jonathan says Jamison Williams could be interesting. Um, he also says he has a few Chark. I wasn't really drafting DJ Chark. I certainly regret that now because he's been... Uh, he had a great game today, but he, he's been really good, in generally speaking, over the last three weeks. Um, and then J-Mo popped up today. You know, he caught the long touchdown on a busted coverage, which is fun. I'm a h- huge Jamison Williams fan. Um, but if, his, if we can just somehow get his role to keep increasing... The, in this weird bass backwards way right of of the line the lions keep fucking winning and that's like actually keeping jameson williams off the field i think down mm-hmm. down the stretch like he'll mix in and do like what he did today right um like last week he played like six snaps today he had two targets it's like great that he caught the long touchdown and maybe his role will grow but like the lions are trying to make the wild card <laughs> like they're in the hunt for the wild yeah. card especially with the win today. And so everybody else is healthy. Josh Reynolds, DJ Chark, Khalif Raymond, and obviously Amon Ra. That's kind of keeping him off the field. Mm-hmm. So the team that I brought up is the big dog team that I have advancing with Pete. And we're just sun running right now, which scares the shit out of me for next <laughs> week. Because if you look at our team, we have Hertz, Tannehill, Zach Wilson. Like Obviously having Hertz is massive. We know the running backs, right? It's Fournette. R.I.P. Brees Hall, but Ramondre, Josh Jacobs, Kenneth Walker. Crazy. So we're excited about that. But, I mean, we get the three-touchdown game from Jerry Judy today when I don't need it. Up you by know? 300 points and you finally yeah. get the huge Jerry Judy. Like, yeah. give me that on the team that's down yeah. by, you know, in 20 points or whatever. <laughs> yeah, let's do that on week 17 when this team's in the finals and they're <laughs> playing against, you know, the Kansas City Chiefs. But we got C.D., A.J. Brown, Judy, MVS, Burks, Hardman. Alec Pierce, and then we have Everett and Gesicki. So we haven't even played a tight end, but it doesn't matter. We're up by – we're literally up 287 points right now <laughs> and advancing that team. So, like, it's just uh, – it's just every week, whoever we need to go off as, like, an auxiliary player has gone off almost every week. It's just been bonkers, and it just scares the hell out of me for next week because it's like, man, we're going to get in some grouping, and it's going to be, like, the one week that Jalen Hurts does nothing or whatever – I don't even know who Philly has next week. Who do they play week fifteen? Uh, hold on, I have the, I do have the schedule up. One second. I don't know. I don't. I didn't memorize week fifteen. Oh God! Now I remember this. Now, the Bears. Oh, good. Thanks. All right, we're gonna advance. Smash. <laughs> we're gonna advance. They will. It will be. Like, it will be the same thing as today for the Eagles. They can score as many points as they would like. It's just mm-hmm. when. When do they want to call off the dogs? And will and will Fields score a couple? Right, Danny Jones, Daniel Jones, and and Co scored enough to push them through three, three and a half quarters. Um, 
And so they hung up, you know, almost what a 50 burger on the Giants. Yeah. So is there any players that the chat wants me to pull yeah. up or you to if, pull up? That that's I'm glad you brought that up. If anybody has guys, I would love to because I've been looking through like a ton of different players. I'm sure Rob has been doing the same. Um, and we can just talk through who the guys that come to our minds. But if you have somebody that you're like, what do you think about this guy? What do you think about that guy? That's what the that's what we're here to do. That's what we're here. We're here to talk about. Um, I was, so was going to bring up, uh, you can go ahead. I want to talk about after this, just so I don't forget. I want to talk about mm-hmm. Jarek McKinnon because I thought he was an interesting guy that popped up for just an absolutely monster game today on that absurd uh, Mahomes, that that absurd Mahomes freaking uh, NFL street pass that he that he oh threw. Oh my god, that to, was so sick. To, <laughs> that was that was so sick. But he's interesting because he's been he's a good example of a guy who's been like, yeah, you might use his week here and there, but he's never really been super special. And if you were like teetering on the edge with a weak running back group, like you might sneak that through with you know what twenty. Five points from Jerick McKinnon or whatever. So I just pulled up Chase real quick because I've only pulled him up in BBM. I was kind of wondering what my total was for all my underdog teams. And I have Chase advancing on basically 25% of 423 teams with a with a 31% potential advance rate on on him. And I actually like love that. That feels real freaking good yep. to to have happen. So um that's fun. <laughs> That's a lot of fun. That is a lot um, of fun. This is a good guy. Were you drafting Hopkins? Uh, Jay Jinks, Josh. Josh brings up uh, Hopkins. And I wasn't I was, drafting him a lot, but he's an interesting guy too. Well, the problem with Hopkins is like your data is going to be a little skewed on him probably because we were I, we were probably drafting him more before the suspension, right? And then – after the suspension, people really kind of took a stand on him if they were taking him or not. I was taking him. So right, and I wasn't. So the, the, it might be interesting because we're I literally have one 272 underdog teams. I have one DeAndre Hopkins. However, interestingly enough, it is within 16 points of advancing. So that's kind of fun. Donta Foreman, of course, this goddamn loser is on all these good teams. I actually don't think I did the chase thing right. Um, to be honest, I don't think I actually clicked on the name. So I have 49 DeAndre Hopkins out of like 400. We'll say roughly 400 lineups. And I'm advancing 24%. And I have another like 5% that are close. So I did draft him. Another- like I, I was drafting him like at a decent rate. Nothing crazy, but I was taking him. I might have even been taking him more on on uh, DraftKings, if I remember correctly, but I don't remember correctly because it's been so long. But I like Hopkins. I mean, he he felt good. He felt like you were getting an elite one potential upside player week seven, eight, and he's a guy that usually misses four or five games anyways. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So let's just front load those misses, like those game misses, and hope that he's healthy the rest of the season when you need him anyways. And that's why I was still taking him. Not he's a good overweight, but he's a good, like not le- like people will try to do draw the lesson of like, Oh, I know that this dude's going to miss six games or eight games or whatever. So like, I actually fell into this trap. I think it's possible. I was biased. <clears throat> remember two years ago, three years ago, whatever. Uh, remember Debo was hurt coming into the year. So I'm a Debo stand like, but uh, Debo is probably one of the biggest reasons I made money in best ball last year. Obviously the one good team I had, but like RIP Debo. 
Yeah. Yeah. It, it sounds like it's not bad. Dude, he oh, went really? down. He went down and I'm like, see ya. Like next year. Like he he, you know, it, 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 he may not be ready till halfway through next year. Cause it looked like for sure knee done. See ya. Mm. He's crying. He was crying going to the, you know, that's like a uh, maybe I'm just an emotional dude, but like, you know, when so a guy's I, I was inverted. When I when, when a guy's like looking like my season's over and like they feel that way i'm like okay there's no way this is going to be a short-term thing but the all the reports are it's an ankle and they don't believe it to be serious now they should cruise to the playoffs and probably not cruise to a bye so i don't know that they're gonna bring him back so the iukes and cmcs we can probably talk a little bit about cmc and kittle have kind of an uh an unlocked ceiling now um, I think if you if you get those because like Ayuk's been good but not amazing. CMC, CMC is a really weird one. Um, and Kittle hasn't been very good, but those are also guys similar to like the Mike Williams. If you have those guys on uh, on teams, I think you should be excited. I have a high advance rate. Let me make sure I did this right this time. So I have a high advance rate with McCaffrey. I have forty four total lineups. We said like basically out of four hundred. Um, I'm advancing thirty eight point six of those right now and i have you're, four, four, you're advancing almost 40 percent of your cmc teams yeah holy shit yeah and i have 43 percent within 20 points of advancing total so yeah we're looking good i mean that's th- across everything that's not just bbm right. that's that's my total um underdog ownership and stuff so yeah i'm happy about the cmc stuff i'm crushing it with them I mean, he had another monster game today. We talked about this after he got traded to the 49ers, and it looked, obviously, when Eli Mitchell was healthy, it looked a little mm-hmm. concerning about his true ceiling week to week. But now, without Eli Mitchell and without Debo, like, <sighs> my lord. See, I'm only advancing 18.75% of my uh, CMC teams. But but he's a, he, he's a great example of, like, who would you actually rather have? Here's a question. Mm-hmm. Who would, out of these, for out of the first, like, pick a first round player let's stop at at the like Devonte kelsey stuff um not like at the one two turn where like you could do cd or whatever we don't worry about that but like those top like 10 ish guys you know eckler kelsey Diggs, Devonte, and the top five who who do you most want to have like, who, who would you absolutely most want to have on a team right now if you could only pick one guy uh um, I mean, it's got to be McCaffrey or Chase for me, just based on how those teams are advancing. Like Jefferson's probably the best guy out of those, but he's going right. to be advancing at such a high clip that I'd rather have a high percentage on on McCaffrey. Although maybe based on my numbers, there his his advance rate's good, or I'm just blowing the advance rate out of the water. I think you're blowing the advance rate out of the water, which is also a good. That's good. That's what that's a uh, that's what you hope for. I mean, you can't plan for it. But uh, uh, yeah, Derrick Henry was the other guy in that in that list who I think's in play also for that conversation. It probably might be between those three guys uh, for me: CMC, Chase, and the big dog. Um, Not uh, also, if, Taylor. If. Uh, I just think uh, CMC is definitely better than JT. That's not really questionable. Mm. Um, I think I would rather have Chase and later running backs 
versus JT and later wide receivers. And then if I'm going to get, if I'm going to get a running back, uh, the big dog just has such good matchups. And like, honestly, he projects better than JT really right now. Um, This is my seems crazy, but it is what it is. This is my Henry stuff. So I have 39 lineups out of the 400 and I'm advancing 23% of them with a 28% within 20 points. So who, who, who is Derek Henry? Jesus, what's your total? What's your norm? Uh, what's your average advance rate overall? It's all your t- like if you w- take out Henry. Twenty four percent. Well, twenty five percent. That's a a impressive advance rate, but B your your advance rate on these what we thought would be lower owned guys is pretty sweet. Yeah, it's not bad. It's- I am pretty excited about. Some of the lower on guys. I, I mean, that makes me question, like, what am I advancing Jefferson? Yeah. Maybe, are you, you're going to be underweight the absolute, like how, what kind of dog shit teams did you draft around the best players? <laughs> it's gotta be bad. All right. Well, um, the Jefferson advance rate is pretty good. <laughs> so you just must have like literally you're it's so polarized. Like it's a, a, yeah. a, I don't know whatever the word I'm looking for. Right. You like have your guys that are 24, 25, 30, 40, percent and then you have the guys that are like probably like zero three two you know jt's probably like zero or something like that it was he was five percent i just looked him up so he he pulls it down but he only i only had him on 19 teams so i wasn't really drafting taylor kelsey uh, kelsey kelsey would be a fun one i haven't looked at the kelsey one in a while eckler won't even matter because i i barely drafted him so i'm advanced wow yeah, I'm advancing. I have 44 Kelsey teams on underdog. I'm advancing 36% with 43% within 20 points of advancing. So who am I not advancing, Eric? That's the question right now. Who's not giving me a good advance rate? This is what I'm trying to figure out right now. Yeah, somebody's got to be tanking me, right? Yeah. Um, uh, what What do you think about this one, um, London? Uh, I, I was, I've also been thinking about London because – you know, the Falcons are the Falcons. Um, mm-hmm. It's hard to be excited about anyone on the Falcons. However, we can tell ourselves a story with the move to Ritter that there's, you know, it's it's kind of like, I don't think Ritter is good personally, but I mean, I, we know Mariota isn't good. So yeah, it's like, there's at least this little, you know, what's behind door number two situation with, with Desmond Ritter. Maybe it's just a little bit better. Also, maybe because they're trying to see what they have in the young kid, they throw it a couple more times a game, you know, like it, it's, it, I'm again, I'm, we're telling a story here that could be useless, but London, I mean, the target upside, this is what you dream of, right? It's like, you know, the offensive scoring upside is probably not there, but the target upside is absolutely what you dream about. And like I said, I've been thinking about London a little bit, a, because I drafted a lot of Kyle Pitts. I drafted a good clip of London too, but, with the amount of Cardinals I have and the fact that the Cardinals are actually one of the stacks I'm most excited to get through. Um, you know, we talked a lot about like the first round players and early round players, but like a, an, a quarterback wide receiver stack Hopkins. We talked about Hopkins. Like if I have a Kyler Hopkins stack or Kyler Hollywood, maybe you throw Rondale in there, you throw uh, Trey McBride in there or something. The Cardinals are a team. I think that's like, as long as they don't shut it down because you know, they're four and eight, 
I, I, I want to be real. They're finally all together and healthy. You know what I mean? This is finally the Cardinals we've been waiting for all year. Minus Zach Ertz, but who gives a shit? What's the difference between Trey McBride and Zach Ertz? This is what we've been waiting for. And so, you know, you start pipe dreaming about week 17 and getting like a Kyler stack through against the Falcons, which is yeah. going to be one of the best matchups you can get in week 17. If you have London on the other side, it's a perfect way to have a, a really fun game stack in week 17. And now without pits, his ceiling is a lot higher. So I do think he's really interesting. I mean, he's interesting, but to me, he is Chris Olave. You're hoping for the Olave change at quarterback to back to Winston just to give him a little bit of life like we're hoping with Drake London. But the offenses are so bad. So They're bad. just so bad. And that's kind of like what we were talking – well, I was talking about anyways in the offseason. It's like some of these bad offenses like – I like Drake London. I like Chris Olave. I think they're really good players, but we have to talk about the opportunity that they're going to get as a whole. And they don't get high upside opportunity too often, right? Like how often are these teams scoring touchdowns? Not frequently. Like it, it just, and to flip over to Arizona, you're hoping for Arizona to do the inverse of everything they've done since Kyler's gone there every year they fall apart at the end of the season. Kyler comes way back down to earth the last half of the season. And now we're hoping for that to, to be the inverse, which it could be because like you said, everyone's back together. So maybe, yeah, maybe Arizona pushes them and they just freaking chuck the ball to Drake London, but it ain't going to be easy. You're not probably getting to week 17 because of Drake London. You're no. just hoping you get them there type of deal. A hundred percent. And I just flipped over to, mine really quickly to pull up the Kyler thing because I thought it was an interesting like data point in terms of like because you think about the fact that he went in the same tier as all these other elite quarterbacks and not only has he missed games uh, just two right but still he, he he's really kind of a fascinating guy he's partially the reason why you draft elite quarterbacks literally what he did this year mm -hmm. but he's been so outperformed by Jalen Hurts like so massively outperformed by Jalen Hurts that he looks bad but like Kyler just scores 20 points every week. We we look at the Cardinals and we're like they that they're they're a disappointment and they are. But from a fantasy perspective, Kyler still kind of does his thing and provides you with why you draft a quarterback in the 6th round who runs and has a bunch of talented players around him. This is you your just, Kyler advance rate right now? Yes, yeah, so I have 50 uh, this is again on underdog. I have 50 I think I have more on DraftKings. Kyler Kyler teams. I was a lot heavier on Kyler on DraftKings um, cuz he would really fall on DraftKings sometimes. But so like I have a 10% advance rate on Kyler. And then I just want to, I haven't looked at this actually. I don't even like look at, I don't even look at Hertz teams because they're all like just my best teams. So I don't uh, even, I, I, this is literally the first time I've ever looked at Jalen Hurts. It's like, look at the difference. I won't I even more, tell you my Kyler advance rate to upset I have, you. I have 50 Kyler teams and a 10% advance rate. And I have 31 Jalen Hurts teams and nice. a, almost a 40, almost a 40, 40%. Advance rate, right? It's like mm -hmm. that's the difference between those two guys. Even though Kyler hasn't been like that bad, bad. it's it's like Kyler hasn't been Trey Lance, right? It, it, you know, it, he he just is getting dunked on by Jalen Hurts. I have fifty five Kyler teams on underdog. I am advancing twenty two percent of them. With dude, what teams? <laughs> what player do you have a below average advance? Actually, have a below average advance right now. Dude, I don't know. Like, you just bring up the players that I'm just crushing it with. So that's all. I mean, 
Oh, Kyle Pitts, maybe. <laughs> maybe he sucked. I uh, what was your maybe? Hurts? Maybe he sucked. Maybe he sucked. He's like that dude. That, <laughs> Let's look at that because I have a whole bunch of Kyle Pitts teams, and uh, I can assure you that that is not going well. I have 54 Jalen Hurts teams <laughs> with a 39% advance rate, with 48% within 20 points of advancing. God damn. Yeah, Javante. Yeah, right. I know. Jeez. Oh, Javante. Uh, Javante is probably what's tanking me. Javante. Javante. Yeah, I think Javante yeah, is probably. That's a good. They, they know. See, the chat knows better than me. Devin wants I, to see Tony. <laughs> Did, did you draft much Tony? I'll pull up my Tony. I didn't draft a ton of Tony either, but um, he's, he's a, you know, I'll tell you, honestly, it's the guys that suck that bad, like just getting a handful of teams through, I feel like is like success. Uh, Kadarius Tony being, oh, being one of them. Javante is, Javante is the anchor. <laughs> I have 94 Javante teams. With a 9.5% advance rate with 13.9, well, 14% within 20 points of advancing. So Javante is yep. kind of the anchor. Yep. Yep. When you get below 10% at that high of a clip, yep. That's what'll do it. Uh, I wasn't drafting a lot of Kadarius Tony. Uh, me, I wasn't either. I, I mixed them in, as you see, 24 teams across all of, all of, uh, all of my teams. Um, but again, I mean, my God, like, so much Jalen Hurts, just Jalen Hurts everywhere on advancing teams, or you know, this team isn't advancing, but it's close enough. I have so 29 much. Tony teams, and I have the perfect advance rate, 6.90%. <laughs> hey, look, I, I actually, this is the first player we stumbled across that I have a higher <laughs> advance rate. Yeah, so um, that's, I mean, Tony wasn't a priority because Tony was going in that Christian Kirk mvs range right so like mm -hmm. i preferred those offenses a little bit more than i did Kadarius tony on the giants i mean who knew who knew at that point that he'd be on the chiefs nobody christian kirk's Parent a fun one tony tony just uh apparently is a you have a 6.9 percent advance rate on tony and uh felix has 169 Tony teams, nice. Yeah, it's very nice. Shout out Literally. Devin was was a uh, low on the Broncos. Although I will say, this is a very much recency bias because the game just got over. They just put up a lot of points on the Chiefs today. Yeah, but Russell Wilson's still looking for his name. Did you see well, how yeah. he got knocked out? Like, yes. no, oh, jeez, man. He, I mean. He got... He didn't know his name before he showed up. To do you watch that guy warm up? <laughs> it, he does the calisthenics down the middle of the plane while everybody else is trying to sleep. That guy is so far out of this universe that uh, you know. It, but what I will say is that honestly, I mean, Brett Rippon threw the final the final touchdown to Jerry Judy. Jerry, Jerry Judy uh, for anyone that didn't didn't see, he scored three touchdowns today. Now Cortland Sutton was out, but it's just one of those where like. It just shows you that the Chiefs' defense is, is is the Chiefs' defense. Would you guys zip it? The Chiefs' defense is can be vulnerable, and as bad as the Broncos are, they're horrible. I'm I'm certainly not going to be like, oh yeah, that's the game in Week 17. I'm most excited for. It's not. But when you but just you're have, more excited for it now. When you have Jerry Judy, you have 
you know, Cortland Sutton, Greg Dolchich, whatever. Marlon Mack ripped off a long, a long touchdown today. Just the Chiefs are going to score a lot of points, and that pushes the other team to to have to try to score, right? The part of the reason, in my opinion, why the Broncos have been so bad, you know, I'm not trying to sit here and cape for the Broncos, but at least recently, their defense is really good, and they've just been holding other teams down. So, like, Russ isn't throwing a lot. He's terrible. So he needs – in order for the Broncos to do anything – with, all, with the amount of bad passes that Russ is going to throw, you need a lot of them. Mm-hmm. And and that's just what happens. The Chiefs got a 24 nothing today or whatever it was, and the, the Broncos came storming back. You know, so I, I just think that there's – we wrote it off really fast. And frankly, we wrote it off during the game today when Russ threw that pick six to uh, the defensive lineman. But, like, fun. look what Jerry Judy can do in this type of a setting. Like, he can be a slate breaker. He was a slate breaker today. Well, and a little bit of a hand in the dirt take. The Broncos' defense is still good, but they got rid of all their pass rushers. So they're allowing quarterbacks to, to have more time to drop back. And you don't want to do that with any quarterback, but you specifically do not want to do that with Patrick Mahomes. You give that guy an extra three seconds, and it's like giving him an extra three hours, right? So he's that's insane. why he's still going to be able to put up points on that defense no matter what, because I don't care how good you are in coverage. You can't cover a guy for, you know, 10 seconds. It's just, it's too hard. And yeah, to do and their receivers aren't that good. But the same, like you said, MVS sucks. Juju's, quite frankly, not very good. Sky Moore's not very good. But like, if they run around for 10 seconds, because Mahomes mm-hmm. is back there running like a madman all over the place, and God forbid Travis Kelsey, you know, you definitely can't cover Travis Kelsey for an extended period of time. Um, so, yeah, I just think, Today was just a reminder. I, I think we could get to week 17 and that game could be a total dud. It probably will be because the Broncos suck that bad. But like it was a reminder that like crazy shit happens, dude. Jerry Judy can yeah. score three touchdowns in a game. He's really good at football. And mm-hmm. and you know, we'll get to week 17 and so it won't be Jerry Judy, but someone else will be like Drake London. Drake London goes for 120 and two. And we're like, who the hell saw that coming? It's like I don't I'm know. He's good. Breaking sometimes, everything in my apartment. If that happens, sometimes, sometimes crazy, crazy shit happens. And uh, Antonio Gibson, which is a a, a great username, uh, also a great uh, PFP you got going on there with that that penguin. But uh, brings up Evan Ingram, and we, we made it forty minutes into the the show and haven't talked about the absolute slate breaker of today. Holy shit, Evan Ingram! Where did this come from? I have absolutely no idea. But dropped a forty ball today on the Tennessee Titans who my god they are they are the worst winning record team I've ever seen in my entire life they stink to hell but Evan Ingram Evan Ingram really kind of showed today a lot of tight ends actually kind of showed today and not the elite ones everybody keeps talking about I want Andrews as leverage off Kelsey fuck that dude I don't want any goddamn Andrews give me these scrubs these 15th round picks and pray to god I find Evan Ingram that week, right? Pat Fryermuth scored a touchdown. Evan Ingram goes nuts. Um, I'm definitely going to miss multiple other guys, but like a bunch of tight yeah, ends. Yeah, there was a lot of tight ends well today. Yeah, there was a lot of tight ends that scored. I mean, obviously Ingram was the was the guy. While we're talking about the Jags, I want to know what your Christian Kirk oh. advance rate is. Um, while I'm doing that, was today like a blip on the radar? You think for Evan? He has been kind of 
popping up for more volume as Trevor mm-hmm. Lawrence seemed to get better. I know you were high on, you know, you're high on Christian Kirk, you're high on the Jaguars, generally speaking. Yeah. Definitely the last month or whatever, has that made you more bullish on the Jaguars moving forward um, for the best ball playoffs? And then like, what about Evan Ingram, et cetera? Has, has anything changed at all with the Jaguars for you? No, I'm, if they can figure out how to do stuff in the red zone, then, then I would be really excited. I'm still excited for them as a whole. And I'm really excited for them next year. The problem for next year, I mean, we're talking too far in advance, but they're going to be everyone's team next year, which sucks. Because everyone's yeah, going to be got like, Calvin Ridley. They got Calvin yeah, Ridley. Yeah, they're going to have Lawrence, and they're going to say it's Lawrence's third year, and he's got Calvin Ridley and Christian Kirk. And I'm like, guys, I was there last year. It's me. <laughs> now you're going to have to be off of him next year. Get prepared. No, I will not. I, <laughs> I will not they're, do that. They're going to be interesting. But I do just think Evan Ingram, you know, today was certainly yeah, this will be the best game he ever has in his career. But, um, no, I, I like Ingram. I don't think I had as much Ingram as I thought I did overall. I yeah. thought I had more um, for some reason. And I think I only had 10% in best ball mania of him. So I got I got 50 teams total out of like the 400 or whatever we said I have. I'm advancing 30, and I have 38% within 20 points of advancing on Ingram. This This – We've talked about this before. Cool on 2K says, uh, I'm pumped because I went Kelsey or punt tight end. Tons of Ingram, Fant, Bellinger, and uh, shitty combos. But, like, this is the nuts. This, this is, is the this nuts. Is, this, this is what you want your portfolio to look like, and then pray to God, you know, when we flip over the cards over the playoffs, that it, 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 you hit on the on something that works. But this It's going to be was... a big talking point next year is what we're doing, and that's going to be the talking point. It's Kelsey or punt. Right. Like that's, that's going to, I mean, maybe not for everybody, but for me, a healthy percentage of my teams are probably going to be, excuse me, constructed that way. A hundred percent. Fox crown says, do you know the relationship between draft position and advance rate? Um, we don't know, like we don't have data or anything from underdog just for me personally. I did post this to Twitter. Um, so this was super Shameless, shameless plug. Uh, I, I can I can try and go find it actually really quickly while we're talking about it. Um, I tweet too much, so I have to scroll a little bit. But uh, I, I shared mine specifically here. Let me. Uh, I actually meant to go do this this weekend um, after you did it because I found that like like your your tweets usually suck, Eric. But this one was actually interesting. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm I own it. I don't care. I, this, <laughs> no, my my Twitter my Twitter is not for you, motherfucker. My Twitter <laughs> is for me. No, but this this was like when I was reading this, I'm like, wow, this is like a super interesting tweet, and I need to go do this for my own stuff. Yeah, that so, that pick one is like jarring. JT baby, J, JT. I uh, I took my JT exposure at, at one just to get it. And uh, I'm not getting any JT. Well, I wasn't. I tweeted this, as you see, uh, a couple days ago. So I'm not getting any JT teams through. But then kind of as I would think, it's, you know, you get uh, CMC, Cup, Jefferson um, here that Mm -hmm. look good. Uh, And then Chase (laughs) that doesn't look a little good. Every once in a while, there was some JT in here, too, where it was like JT would be the one that fought you get in a wide receiver room or something like that. So JT and Chase sinking some of those. And then you get into this 
which is Diggs, Devontae, Kelsey, pretty much. You know, maybe a chase. Chase would fall, but it mostly what's driving these above average and pick 10 being just whoever's the best of Kelsey, <laughs> uh, Devontae, and Diggs that was available. It's a lot of Devontae, actually. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, so it kind of tells the story that you would expect. But I, I same same as you, I, I found it. I found it pretty interesting. So it, this doesn't Fox Crown's question. It doesn't answer that because it's not, you know, this is just my it's not universal. This is yeah, just you. But I thought it was like directionally accurate, basically, to the question. No, I think it is. I mean, like, obviously, our players that we're selecting there are a little skewed here and there yeah. but it's gonna be relative like my my pick one's gonna be a little higher than yours because i went mccaffrey a lot more at pick one than you did yep. right but as a whole pick one is gonna probably be lower than most and like you said pick four pick five where were we taking jamar chase and then wherever you were taking kelsey like that's just the rocket ship like you have there um which shows you don't get annoyed if you're taking like because I I do this I think we all do this when you start getting that run of like getting picks ten through twelve right and you're like I'm so sick of picking ten through twelve <laughs> you're you're fifty seven percent advance rate at pick ten like don't go on autopilot make the picks because it, it's your best advance you might win the whole damn thing from pick ten because you took a hell of a lot of Kelsey there. Devin's asking if we, if this is on a website, the advance rate by pick. Um, so it's on the Spike Week. If you're a premium member, you I can, can show you how to do it too, really fast. Yeah. Um, so if you go to the, again to the lineups page, I like live on this lineups page. We have a lot of other. Uh, if you go under draft tools and you're a subscriber, um, we have a lot of awesome tools here you can see the different combinations of players that we have sweat hq here which i misanswered the other day somebody asked about seeing kind of what specific players like on advancing teams or teams that are close or my opponents uh that might be chasing me down or whatever that's here in this sweat hq and then we have uh advance rate data you know the players that you're advancing the most etc um but i like i just can't i like to look at the actual lineups that's where i live Uh, here plus obviously it's such an easy way to do the searches and stuff that we're like look at christian kirk and i can see the actual teams but i can also see the the macro level data up here but um as you're asking like how do i see that by pick number we have these filters here for you so so we have this we have this sort ability um you can sort by you know a bunch of different things total points how many points you're ahead how many points you're behind what place you're in you know when what what date you drafted you know, did you get the best ADP value or the worst or the worst ADP value on those, et cetera. But then in the, to your specific question within this filter here, it's not, it's not pulling up uh, when I'm, I'm clicking it. It's only showing on my screen, but you can, there's three different filters. You can filter by pick number, roster numbers, and roster type. So roster type, meaning zero RB, mm-hmm. et cetera, roster numbers, meaning like two, seven, seven, two or whatever, but then pick number obviously being so like here, I'll just, I'll just, here's my, I just you might have Kirk pulled up still too. So you oh, might yeah. want to clear him. I'll get rid of Kirk and you can see my, <laughs> as you can see, with the 0% advance rate from pick from the the first overall pick. I have 20, I got the first overall pick 21 times and uh, this is across all my teams. So not just BBM um, and I'm advancing zero, <laughs> zero of them. So uh, we have that filter option for you here. Go to, go to, you can go to spike. <laughs> 
go to spikeweek.com and there's a premium. Uh, if you're not a subscriber yet, there's a in the header, there's a or you can go to spikeweek.com slash go dash premium and uh, sign up there. It's only 25 bucks a month. You can cancel whenever you want, um, but 25 bucks a month. And you can see literally, I, I, again, you're watching the best ball shows and Rob and I talk about this several times a week. So clearly we're sickos. I'm a sicko. Here's, but, here's a better advance rate from the number one spot for everybody. Fuck off. <laughs> I almost clicked your, uh, you off of the, the stream, but I wanted to be nice. <laughs> um, but it, isn't that funny though? Just like, I, because I, my approach, which I, I don't really regret, was like, I'm just going to take my JT. I don't really even like JT. I much preferred Cup and Jefferson and Chase to both the running backs, honestly. I like CMC fine. But mm-hmm. um, just because I was like, look, I'm just going to take my JT, suck it up. I don't want to have zero of JT because he could be the guy you need, right? Um, and I'm just going to take it. And it failed miserably. And none of those teams worked. You know what I mean? But doing that same thing, as you said, why is my pick 10 so high? Why do I, why are 60% of my pick 10 teams advancing? Cause it was like, every time I get this pick, I'm taking that guy, right? I'm taking Kelsey or I'm taking Devante or I'm taking Diggs when they're here. I'm just doing it. I'm not getting cute. I'm not, I just want my portfolio to be my portfolio amongst these guys. And it missed miserably at pick mm-hmm. one and it hit in a huge way at pick 10. And that's just, it is what it is. Pick six is my worst so far. My pick 10. So this this shows the difference too. Your pick 10 is like 57% and mine's only 21. Right? So like yep. that's that's a big difference. My pick 11 sucks. Pick 12 is good, but I'm guessing that's mostly Kelsey. Right? Like that's that mm-hmm. would be my guess. But yeah, I mean, so I guess like there is going to be a disparity on how you – approach certain picks so i went a lot more cmc and you can see that and pick one but you were crushing it at that 10 pick and i mean i'm fine 20 percent is not bad but it's not 57 percent. like that's that's nuts though like that's crazy numbers i think two was my best i think i'm 33 percent at two and yeah you're a lot flatter for sure than i than i am um I did want it to your. I, I we got to stop gassing you up on Chase, but uh, I did play him in DFS today and watched every snap of that game. Now T got hurt. Somebody that asked about T, we can talk a little a smidge about T and Boyd. Got well. T was hurt coming into the game. This bullshit, by the way. Quick side tangent that the Bengals do, and it always seems to be with T, where he comes into the game not healthy, but he's not on the injury report. Mm-hmm. That's what happened today. He yeah. he has a hamstring issue, and. He was not on the injury report. He basically tried to give it a go and couldn't, so they just benched him. And, like, uh, isn't that what the injury report is for? <laughs> is for you to tell us that his hamstring is not healthy? But so, anyway, that was that was frustrating, and he bounced back fine um, last time from this and had a couple big games. Uh, so I, I assume that it's going to be all right. But, you know, it's slightly concerning, like, next week, like next, we're, it's do or die now in best ball, right? We don't get to mm-hmm. mess around and be like, okay, you know, okay, he'll, he'll be all right. You know, he'll be fine later. It's do or die now. If T. Higgins is not healthy and he's on your advancing team, you took him in the third round. Like, it, the shit matters. And Tyler Boyd broke his finger on like in the first quarter. Um, but the point was about Chase and God, he's so good. He is. I, him, him and Jefferson, I know Cups hurt, Cups right there too. 
these dudes are unreal. The whole de- he's playing with Trent Taylor and Trenton Irwin, and even Hayden Hurst wasn't out there. Mitchell Wilcox. The whole planet knew that they, in order to score, <laughs> they needed to get the ball to Jamar Chase, and the dude had like eleven catches for one hundred and thirty yards and a touchdown. Like, how does that even happen? It's crazy. Um, we got a question about what week 15 games are we excited about? I'm going to be honest. I need to pull up the schedule because I I knew 16. I knew 17. I didn't get into the weeds on week 15 too much. I just, no, me either. I just couldn't do it, but this is a great one too. And if you need to see this, we do have a playoff schedule. Not that you need necessarily, uh, it's helpful for when you're during draft season. Uh, mm-hmm. and stuff, you know, n- right now you don't necessarily need to pull up this, but I, I do think, uh, I'm glad Mike asked this because it's probably a good kind of last thing to start to talk through with now we're getting these teams through, right? So you get that Bengals team through. I'm totally content with my Jamar chase teams against the bucks, uh, after what the 49ers just did to this poor, poor bucks franchise. Um, but like, you know, we talked so much about fields for a stretch. Not a great field spot. You got a fields team. You better have another quarterback that you're you're you know excited to use. Um, best games. God, I mean, those Dallas, Detroit teams could get wiped. De- the, this is. I mean, the Jets shut down the Bills today. Yeah, I know the Lions are good, but Amon Ra's been really big for you. Um, In New York too. Yeah, not not very good. I mean, this is. <laughs> I'm gonna uh, be rich. I am gonna be so rich. Houston, KC. Uh, if Houston, dude, did you? So they went quarterback committee today. Did you see that? Yeah. They went yeah, half Davis Mills, half Jeff Driscoll, and should have beat the Cowboys. Stupid ass Cowboys! My God, what a disaster that game was! Shout out to me for playing a chalk thirty-eight hundred dollar. Uh, oh Cowboys my god, defense. Eric! What are you doing? Look, everything fit perfect into my lineup, and the Cowboys fit. Just, I don't want to talk about DFS anymore. Oh my god! Uh, so, can we talk the, about how rich I'm going to be with Kansas City? The Kansas City schedule is unbelievable. Houston, Seattle, Denver, who they just put up what thirty five on today, twenty seven in the first half. <laughs> I have 155 Mahomes teams out of 423. I have a 35% advance rate with 44% within 20 points of advancing. I'm going to be rich. It's going to happen. And then I'm going to buy Spike Week. <laughs> <laughs> if you win the two milli, we can talk. Uh, <laughs> uh, this is a good one. Buffalo, Buffalo, Miami is, is, yeah. is very, very fun. Buffalo, Miami uh, is fun. How's Big your time. Josh Allen um, advance rate? Great question. Uh, I won't. I won't pull because it he hasn't been bad, but he hasn't been like crushing. You know what I mean? No, no. He, he hasn't. He hasn't been particularly. You over the last what month, month and a half? You want Hurts all all day, every oh, day. Yeah, you, want, you want Mahomes. You want Mahomes over him for sure. So I have a. I, I do have a pretty big. Uh, advance rate on him. I don't have much Josh Allen on under. Oh, he went really early. That that's why yeah. this makes sense. What do you, how many uh, lineups do you have? Only 15 Josh Allen yeah. teams on on underdog. So very few out of, you know, let's just call it 300. Mm. Um so not a, not a lot but 46% are are, are wow. advancing. Yeah. So, I guess I'm a, if, I'm a Josh Allen fan. 
I have 44 and I have a 27% advance rate currently like, and I'm within 34. I got a 34% on with being within 20 points. I think it's a little bit of just run good. Just quickly scrolling through some of the top teams, just like uh, one has two have him with fields also with Pollard, with Miles Sanders, with Raheem Mostert, with obviously with Diggs, with AJ Brown, with like sometimes, you know, it's really not that much about that individual player. And Josh Allen's been good, of course. Um, but I think it's a I think it's a little bit of of run good. Um my my I drafted two big dog teams. Uh one one is advancing. It's a Josh Allen. It's a Josh Allen team. Uh, good. Is it is it gonna definitely make it through? Yeah, yeah, it's good. gonna get through. Shout out Miles Sanders, of course, again on on that team. It's okay, but it, it's Diggs Devonte, which is pretty fun. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'm I'm excited for that. The tight ends are pretty shitty, but uh, it's not bad. It's not. I'm I'm not upset about it. Um, week, I'm week I'm I'm happy as a whole with my. I went. You know, I went a leak quarterback like hard, and my advance rate on all of them is like really good. So I'm excited about that. I'm excited that almost every team that I advance is going to be a league QB. Right. Hurts, Allen, Mahomes. Um, yeah. You just, just, it, it, and not worrying, just like letting the quarterback thing play out and just being like, look, I don't really care about the ownership that much. It's going to be spread out enough, at least in my pods. We'll get to week yep. 17. We'll do the show in a couple of weeks and it might be a little bit different because mm-hmm. whoever, right, that whoever goes off each week, their advance rate gets boosted up. And week 17, that gets even bigger because, you know, Amon Ra goes off, Andrews goes off last year. There, It's not just – we talk about advance rate to get to the playoffs right now, and of course that's important. But in terms of week 17, the ownership in week 17 is really focused on how they did in those playoff weeks, in particular in week 16, right? Because you got to get first out of 12 people or whatever it is, uh, depending upon the tournament got to get first out of 12 in week 16 so you got to have a big score so you need to have right if it's if josh allen scores 40 that week a lot of those josh allen teams are going to make it right if jamar chase goes this happened last year with chase and higgins higgins went nuts in week 16 so he was higher owned than jamar chase was in week 17 but you wanted chase in week 17 higgins didn't do anything chase went for 50 so um it'll happen again this year just who the hell knows (laughs) <laughs> who it's going to be uh, really quick. Just, I did want to touch on these week 15 games. Cause uh, we'll be talking yeah. about those this week on some other shows, uh, chargers, Titans, you know, we'll get the chargers game here. And uh, I, I a few literally minutes. just pulled up my Herbert exposure. Cause I was looking at that. I uh, mean, cause dude, I Lawrence didn't touch much. just lit those MFers up. So, but Mike Williams, yeah. right? Mike Williams, Everett, uh, Keenan, uh, everybody, mm-hmm. you know, Eckler is not a great matchup for him, at least on the ground, but he's basically a receiver. Um, let's see here. Not a lot of great kind of, kind of like this week, not a lot of great matchups. San Fran, Seattle's okay. Um, you know, Debo being hurt. If you have Ayuk, Kittle, CMC with, with anybody from Seattle, um, I think you're feeling all right, but man, there's not a lot great here. Really? Chargers I, look good. Chiefs. I, I think your your elite QBs are gonna mash next week. So you're gonna see a lot of hurts. A lot of hurts, Mahomes, Allen advancing. Allen. And it's gonna wipe out a lot of the other quarterbacks that are Great like point. 
like Lamar teams are probably going to be, I mean, they're already going to be in a tough spot. They're playing Cleveland, which isn't bad, but we don't know if he's going to be back. Yeah. So how do, how do you survive that unless you went double elite with Lamar, which you didn't do too often. Right. Right. And even, even Kyler teams are going to be tough to get through next week. So you're looking at trying yep. to advance some of those teams because the top three, in my head, those are the top three guys, Hurts, Mahomes, Allen, are, are just going to mollywop all three of those games most likely. Yeah, um, that's got to be the biggest takeaway, I think, is that it's going to, like, if you've Burrow been relying teams are going to be dead. If you've been relying upon, I, I think Burrow can be okay. if T, As long as T's back, Burrow can be okay, but who do they have again? I don't think it was Tampa. anything. Tampa. Yeah, that could go which either is, way. Which is like fine. It's like not. A, it's not as good as these other guys. Right? See, I mean, he's not. He's not Mahomes playing Houston. Who like Mahomes could decide how many fantasy points he wants to score. Yeah. Uh, next week, basically. Um, yeah. The, I, I think that's probably my biggest takeaway. I don't have any strong takeaways really on you know anything else other than I, I've talked about this too many times, so I don't want to talk about it again. Like that Chargers game's fun, but. On the Tennessee side, I mean, this is about as good as it gets for the big dog against the Chargers. Um, Ooh, Ramondre is in a good spot next week. Who's Ramondre? Oh, Vegas? Yeah. Thank God I need Ramondre. I I will say that. Ramondre is in a good spot, which I need selfishly. Um, Where is... uh, Where's Philly? Why why am I missing? uh, I'm forgetting now. Philly's got Chicago. So, Miles... It, it, you know, Miles against the Bears is an amazing matchup. It's basically the same as what just happened this week. Mm-hmm. Ramondre's in a great matchup. You know, so if you have your zero RB, hero RB teams, and you have those guys, you're feeling good. You know, even if Ken Walker's back, not great. And <laughs> really not great for old Ken Walker against against San Francisco. Um, running backs... I mean, Pacheco. I mean, if you get Saquon through, you're happy. He's got the Chargers next week, I think, is what I saw. You scrolled. No. Maybe that uh, was wrong. The big dog's got the Chargers. Saquon's got oh, uh, Saquon's Washington, got so Washington. not not awesome. Um, it, The Jets play the Lions. So if if Michael Carter could ever do anything ever, <laughs> although oh, maybe Garrett Wilson. Yeah, it's definitely Garrett Wilson time. Uh, ne- next week, you should be excited for Garrett Wilson. What did you draft Garrett Wilson at? Like, what is your ownership on him? Because I went, I went nuts on Garrett Wilson. I have eighty out of my four hundred and twenty-three. Ooh, see, I did, I did, I did not go nuts on Garrett Wilson. I have twenty-two on on underdog. I have twenty-two Garrett Wilson teams, and I'm not advancing very many of them. So I'm, I'm going to be end up being anti Garrett Wilson. Next week, which, a, is, which feels really bad against the Lions. <laughs> I have a twenty nine percent advance rate with him, and twenty within thirty five percent. I'm gonna flip over really fast. I thought you were gonna Just, say you're gonna flip out, and I was like, "Yeah, my advance rates are great. I don't know what to well, tell you, man." I I mean, I am gonna do that after we get off this. <laughs> get off this. Um, Maybe I MBS do, is sinking me. Maybe that's who's sinking me. You fucking think. Oh, no, we got a good advance rate with MVS. Kelsey, <laughs> at 39 Kelsey teams with 20, call it 24% advance rate. And uh, somebody's asking, do you have any solo Kelsey teams? Actually, yes. Uh, you see here, my top three, I have it sorted by points. So highest total points. My top three uh, across all of Underdog 
Kelsey teams are all so low. Kelsey teams. So I'm going to hit two questions with one. Do I have any solo Kelsey teams? Yes. Uh, I was drafting solo Kelsey teams. And then, sorry, I missed the comment. I was trying to go back and find it. But it was basically what like BBM teams are you most excited about? And and I think solo Kelsey teams are some of are some of them. It's kind of like what we talked about with the tight end thing. I want Kelsey and I don't want to have to worry about another tight end. Like I'm just going to take my Kelsey points and move on with that team or let's punt, let's punt it off a tight end. And my highest scoring Kelsey teams uh, are, are like I said, these, these punt ones. This is kind of interesting actually. Um, so to the, the now Mariota is gone now for me, but I still do have golf. Um, he does get the Jets, which is not great. But like, if I can somehow get a, a Fields or a Golf game that just you know I can win that twelve person pod because the team's decent. Miles Sanders, Devin Singletary, McKinnon. Uh, this team probably used. Well, I guess McKinnon smashed. So, but this team probably used Miles Sanders and Boston Scott uh, games. But solo Kelsey just helped this team find Amon Ra, Devonta Smith, Gabe T, Devonte. Right. Um, so. Uh, kind of two-parter but Kelsey solo Kelsey teams are some of the teams I'm most this one's super flex team but uh this one uh we didn't talk about Dobbins Dobbins is a good one had a great game today uh looked really good I would be excited for Dobbins teams and then this one's Hurts and Tua so it kind of fits everything we were talking about Dobbins Pollard uh, it's really just those two guys, but Dobbins Pollard with a bunch of really goddamn good wide receivers and then solo Kelsey. So, um, all right. Uh, my favorite team that I have other than my big dog team is actually a puppy team and I can show it if we want to yep. look at it real quick. So this team mashed in, in the playoff. I mean, it mashed throughout the season. It says 1884. It's at 1891 right now. This just, just probably didn't update a few points, but it's Mahomes and Tua, CMC, Ramondre, Isaiah Spiller, Rashad White, Michael Carter. So, I mean, McCaffrey and Stevenson is a lot of fun. Wide receivers are Tyreek, A.J. Brown, Juju, D-Hop, Christian Kirk, Paris Campbell, Kendrick Bourne, DuVernay, and Randall Cobb for some reason. And <laughs> Hawkinson and Tyler Higby for the tight ends. So I think that's a, a super fun team Definitely. to uh, to get through just based on, like, the firepower it has. Now, it's not overly deep, but, I mean, it's deep at wide out for sure. Um, Rashad White's coming on. I'm not – I think people are wish-casting Rashad White a little bit. I know his usage is going way up, but I think we're forgetting how much the, the Bucks and specifically Tom Brady likes Leonard Fournette. Right. Oh, like, definitely. I mean, the Bucks you know, just suck. Neither of them are great. You know. No, you, you, neither are great. But it's better than you know. It could be worse for Rashad White. It could no, be de- Daryl. It could be Daryl Henderson. <laughs> definitely. But there's been like a love fest going on for Rashad White. He's I'm like, fine. I like him. He's mm-hmm. fine, but he's not. He's not going to come in and like win you anything, right? No, now. no, 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 no. He can. He could. He could give you a usable week, but he's not really winning you anything. Yeah. Um. So. I saw Devin in the chat said he did to Jacoby Myers what I did to Garrett Wilson. And did you watch any of our content this offseason, sir? <laughs> I tried to tell you not to draft Jacoby Myers. He was like one of my main guys. Like he's just not a best ball guy. 
right? Like he's just he's just not he's just not the type of player I want in best ball, personally. And I drafted a little more than than you did just because I do believe Jacoby Myers is good. And it was like one of those if the offense can take the next step, you know, the whole fact that he doesn't score touchdowns and all that, maybe that changes. And like that happened with Miles Sanders, right? Miles Sanders didn't score a touchdown last year. He's going to score double digit touchdowns this year with like 1500 yards. Um, and so it can ha- it, it can go both ways a little bit. But to your point. Jacoby Myers still is not like when you compare the Jacoby Myers archetype to the Garrett Wilson archetype, just Garrett Wilson has the potential to win you. Jacoby Myers was never going to do what Garrett Wilson is doing right now. Just wasn't in the range. Um, Jacoby Myers can be useful and there he is a chess piece that can play into certain. I think Jacoby Myers is very much like a robust bro type pick, right? Mm -hmm. I take my, I take my Najee and Nick Chubb and Lenny, and and then I just need a bunch of wide receivers who are going to give me some usable weeks. He can mix in there for sure, but that's really not how either you or I draft. And so um, he's a tough he's a he's a he's a tougher sell. I'm a, I'm a little higher on him than you are, but still. Well, I would hope uh, so. I drafted 423 teams, and I didn't draft them once. Yeah, so literally everyone <laughs> in the, on the everyone in the world is higher on Jacoby Myers than you. Um, I do I do gotta gotta get running, but. Mm. What is what is the one thing I like to do this with all the DFF shows? What is the one thing you're feeling right now, like moving forward? Let's set aside uh, what you just talked about with uh, like the week 15 elite quarterbacks, mm-hmm. but like anything else, any player, any team, any roster construction that you're like, you feel the best about heading into the best ball playoffs. I know we have two more games, but uh, and we'll cover those in upcoming content, but like right now, that we've gotten this week 14, most of week 14 through what's the number one thing you're kind of feeling like, God damn, I want all my teams to look like that. I think like just from a player combo perspective, the AJ Brown Tyreek Hill teams are going to be a lot of fun to get through in the playoffs. Um, so I'm gonna, I'm going to be looking at that combo for sure next week. I have a feeling because I think they're both might pop off again and you're going to be like, Oh, how many Tyreek and being able to do the player combos on our site. Um, I think that's going to be one of the things you're looking at. You're going to be looking at how many AJ Brown Tyreek teams do I have and how many are alive still. So they're really good because they're superstar wide receivers. They didn't have to pay quite the same superstar wide receiver price, mm-hmm. right? They were two, three turn ish picks as opposed yep. to early to mid first round picks. And Tyreek, for sure, AJ, to like a slightly lesser extent, just because he's had a few lesser games. I mean, you're just getting you're getting superstar wide receiver production in the early third round sometimes for both of those guys. And that's just killer, dude. That That's just the, the edge of that. Like people were people were speaking about that with running backs for a lot of the summer. Like, oh, I can get James Conner here. I can get Leonard Fournette here. <laughs> and it's like. Yeah, just because you project him for that much volume, you feel like you're getting a, a running back one here. But like, there's a big difference between Tyree Kill and and James Conner. I hate to tell you, but this season proved that like uh, a big time. So those are really good ones. Also, because you could get them with like Kelsey or or CMC or something like that. That's just such a killer combination. To I have, have eleven of them and. Out of all my teams, I wish I had more, but I have a 72% advance rate on them. So that's pretty good. And then you just look at 
you just look at, I already went through the team that's the highest scoring, which was that puppy three team. But other ones are like Mahomes, Tua, Eckler, like you got Tyreek, AJ Brown, Amari Cooper. Like you just see that first guy have another one with CMC, Mahomes. They all have. A lot of them have CMC, actually. Another one has CMC, Mahomes. Yeah, just so, worked, ADP worked out that way. Yeah. 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 So it's, it's a lot of fun, which you could build with that. One of them was Cooper Cup. Imagine that team getting through if he was healthy, <laughs> right? Like, you don't even need any team. other wide receivers. No, you got, you got the three spots locked down. I have a Jefferson one. Best ball mania three. I have a Jefferson. It's advancing. It's 87 points of head. Just the, the, the wide receivers off the top of it's a Mahomes team. And it's got Jefferson, Tyreek Hill, AJ Brown, Amon Ra as my top four wideouts on it. Like, you know, it, the, the tight ends suck. It's Hunter Henry, Tyler Higby, Logan Thomas. But just getting that team through is going to be, you know, fun if it, if it just has firepower and the running backs can keep up at all. So that's that's the combination that I like the most going into the playoffs. I love that. Um, I was just going to add whether whether you want it to be Kelsey or you want it to be one of these wide receivers, I really do feel like um, outside of CMC, I really want zero RB, zero RB or zero RB ish teams mm-hmm. because I mean you just talked about the the those two wide receivers, but that extends to so many of them. Like mm-hmm. we like to dunk on CD Lamb a lot because he kind of just falls behind all these other guys. But even if you have like CD Lamb on a team, you know, RIP to Debo. But like if you had Debo on, it, I mean Debo had sixteen fantasy points like in the first half today. Like these dudes that are these elite wide receivers have distanced themselves so much from the field at wide receiver. We just talked about Jacoby Myers. Jacoby Myers has been like kind of a fine wide receiver, but like he just cannot help you like those guys can. You just get any combination of two or three of those guys, right? Whether it's Kelsey or it's Diggs, Devontae, Jefferson, Chase. You just, you just can't get that somewhere else. So how do you get those guys on teams together? I mean, it, zero running back, right? And then there's, we just talked about Ramondre's in a good spot. Miles Sanders is in a good spot. Um, Josh Jacobs is a stone cold smash. You know, there's tons of these guys. Dante Foreman was uh, my friend uh, three hours ago, and he's not anymore. But, he, you know, him uh, is a, an example of another guy you can get in the 18th round that can, can provide you 100-yard, two-touchdown games. I want as many combinations of those guys, like when I'm looking at my teams and I look and it's like, it, dude, even like we were excited about Saquon two months ago. Mm-hmm. I don't even want Saquon on the teams. I want the wide receivers there. You know what I mean? And Saquon's awesome at football. He's getting volume, but like, I don't even want to waste the spot. <laughs> like I, I would just, if there's a position, I'm cool to be like, you know, it's, it's a bunch of late round flyers because anything can happen. Right. We just uh, earlier I mentioned uh, not like to try to totally belabor this or whatever, but Dontrell Hillier just went down. You took Hassan Haskins. I know Felix was taking Hassan Haskins. Took Hassan Haskins in the 18th round, and just by a, some bullshit variance, he's the starting running back for the Titans at some point in this playoffs. He's Rashad Penny of last year, and like there's so many avenues to finding useful running backs. Chuba Hubbard had a big game today, right? Mm-hmm. 
Tony Pollard is obviously awesome. If something happens to Dalvin, Alexander Madison is awesome. There's so many ways to get awesome running backs, but the wide receivers, the wide receivers, there is no path to outside of, uh, we love Garrett Wilson. We talked about Drake London, but even Garrett Wilson can't match Tyree kill, right? It, it's just those wide receivers are the differentiator. So um, we'll see. Maybe I'll be wrong. We'll get to week 17 and the, the robust pros will win, but that's all. We we'll got another stupid Kamar six touchdown game. If Kamar yeah. scores six touchdowns in week seventeen, I'm also breaking everything in my. <laughs> I agree. In my place, I, I totally agree. I will just wrap it up with. Um, obviously, we started this show here, leading into the Sunday night football game. We're going to try to keep this going throughout the playoffs because I know you guys are going to have teams that are advancing in the playoffs. Rob and I hopefully will have teams that are advancing in the this playoffs. This going to be so hard if we don't. <laughs> it's going to hurt when we get so to, much. If, if we lose every team next week, it's definitely going to be a struggle. <laughs> but that is the life, and uh, you guys will get to just watch our misery uh, for an hour next week. But we're going to try to uh, continue to do this throughout the course of the playoff. There is Christmas, and we'll figure out what to do around the holiday season. We'll, we'll, we'll mix that up, but um, going to continue to sweat these best ball playoffs moving forward. And we're going to be doing a bunch of shows, whether it's just me, it's me and Rob, it's me and somebody else, it's Rob and somebody else. We're going to be doing a bunch of shows, uh, a lot throughout these playoffs, because I mean, this is what we live for. This is what we, 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 we drafted, we spent the days of our life, uh, drafting these teams. So we might as well enjoy this, uh, playoff stretch run. Appreciate you guys hanging out with us. Enjoy the Sunday night football game. Enjoy the rest of your, what is left of, of your weekend. And uh, I think we'll probably catch you guys tomorrow. If not, we'll see you on Tuesday. Peace.